Hey Dad, it's Dahlia. Congratulations on your new show. I know how you get, so don't be too rough on him. Love you and good luck. Bye. Love you too, monkey. Welcome to The Raw Perspective with your host, the incomparable Uncle Lays, a.k.a. Lays Elliott, a.k.a. Lazy Lays from the world famous, kicking it with you in topics about health, politics, music, art, culture, and now for your host, the legendary Uncle Lays. Hey, yo. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, the Yo, Lays is rock. Yo, get in there and tell the people what it is, man. Let them know what this thing is all about. Come on, man. Information. That's what we do. We let you know what this thing is all about. We get information. Make sure you check out. Good morning. Monday morning, we we, we move into Monday morning with the jazz. I like that. I like a little jazzy Monday. Just don't just jump in there and just wake everybody up on Monday. I, I know it's Monday morning and you want to get yourself started. Like, I don't even got my cool glasses on. Let me just get my act together. Good morning. This is your boy, Collation of Raw Perspective, a.k.a. The Morning Yawning. Shout them out this morning. I want to thank everybody for coming in this morning. We are doing our thing. We, we're getting ready for the... Oh, there's that alarm clock. It's, it's, it's almost, I should let that alarm clock come on first before I. What are the chances, what are the chances of, uh, let me turn off, let me turn off some of my sources I'm listening to. I don't want to play anything about that yet until I get started. Oh, oh, see if I can turn that alarm off. Yeah, thank you. All right, all right, let's get started. First, let me just shout the room out. Toby Hicks, good morning, brother. How you been? Hope your weekend was good. Marcus Mad. Dillard, good day, good day, good day to you. It's uh, noon over, over there in Germany. I've been watching your posts, uh, Marcus. You've been doing good with your running and everything. I'm, I actually started running again, too. So, And I see you've been boxing a little bit. That's good. Yeah, boxing is a great workout. Boxing and squash, if you don't know, for those that don't know how to work out. Hey, hold on for a second. Hey man, do me a favor. Can we just turn off that that alarm? Thank you if you could. I appreciate it. That that uh that alarm goes it's because it comes on the mic, it goes off like bing. I don't know if you guys hear it, but it's like like bells banging. <laughs> oh yeah, thank you, Toby. Yeah, we my, my weekend was good, uh productive. A lot of writing this weekend. I was doing a lot of writing this weekend. Um, getting ready for the, I got a lot of stuff to do coming up soon. A lot of projects, companies being started, you know, you know, you know the deal. Just, just the grind is a beautiful grind. And also the, the health, the health factor, just getting back into, sh into shape, lifting a lot of weights. One second, guys, I'm trying to get some help. Thank you. Um, yeah, and and uh, just just trying to get back in in shape. So I've been, I find now I'm not a weightlifter. I'm a guy. I'm, I'm a pull up, chin up guy, push up guy. But um, yoga and, and squash and active, hit the bag. You know, like that's how I build muscle by hitting the heavy bag and all that stuff. You do that ten rounds a day, you will build muscle but unfortunately as we approach the double nickels you know i gotta i gotta do extra stuff so i'm lifting weights uh, strength training 
which is good on one side. If you're a guy of a certain age, strength training is the way to go. You got to lift weights. You got to push. You got to push. You got to push. That'll build muscle. That'll, that'll protect your frame. And you'll find that as you get older, you'll do a little less uh, leaning on your structure. You'll be more bouncy. So, yeah, weight training, please. All my guys, 40 plus, hit them weights. Uh, let me see what's going on here. Let me give my shout outs this morning. Ludo, all elements. Good morning. Uh, Simone A. Nicholas, the lioness. Good morning, lioness. Good to see you. Randy James. All right. All right. All right. Bronx. MC Kareem is in the building. Cedric Bigsec Thornton. Uh, Dexter T. Bu. T. Odique. Uh, Toby is here. Reginald Ellis. Aman. Amon Ra. That's my man. Amon Ra. He's got a book coming out in a couple of days, uh, The Revolutionary Educator. If you don't have it, go go online and get it. Go to Amazon. You can get, pre-order it. It is a, it's a great book. Um, shout out to all the young African-American authors out there that are dropping great books. And uh, Toby, I mean, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, well, Toby, you know, I just, I just spoke. So, look at that. Hey, Toby, I just spoke something into the universe for you, did, brother. Go ahead and write yourself a book. Go ahead and write yourself a book because I just I just call, I just was about to call you an author, but I was talking about Akbar Cook, uh, Principal Amra, and all the young African American authors that are that are out there becoming authors. That's great. We used to write rhymes, now we write books. Uh, Hip Hop Theme Network, Lyrics to Go, Don Perniar, James Bernard, Deck Keller, Kareem Elias, Ellis. Uh, Anthony, oh, what's up, Don Newkirk, Don Newkirk of uh, of uh, De La Soul fame, uh, my boy from way back, man. I haven't talked to Don in years. You know, different lives. You know, you 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 know when you're kids, you you know a guy, and then their lives. But he did make some really monumental work with. Uh, I don't know what he's doing now, but he made some great work with uh, De La Soul on the first groundbreaking De La Soul album. He's like, and now Don Luke, you know, that's, he has got that kind of voice. Anyway, Ernest, welcome. And Victor Bernard said, there you go. We're good. We're rolling this morning. Uh, it's out in the universe. It's got to happen. Yeah, 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 Toby. Yeah, it's got to happen. It's out in the universe, bro. That, you know, we start talking. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm quiet as kept. I've been writing, I've been writing a series a children's books that I'm waiting to 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 animate and illustrate uh, and to and to and to illustrate. So uh, yeah, the, the manuscripts are done on a lot of them, but uh, we're going to animate and illustrate those. I mean, that's my for forte into writing. I, I think that's another thing. If you want to write a book, um, try to write a children's book first. It's um, for me, it's easier. It's easier to write a children's book because Writing another kind of book is because I'm writing a different kind of book right now, and it's 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 a lot. I mean, the, the ideas and everything. I mean, I, I I even tried out some writers. Some people like to get writers, but I have such a weird and specific point of view. It's hard to get that across to a ghost writer, like someone that can write it for me. You know, maybe they can do the check editing and they can edit it for me, but the actual writing of the book, I gotta write it. I, I tried to, I went on and I hired a, a writer to do one of my manuscripts and she got it back to me. And it wasn't bad, but it wasn't me. You know, 
I think my point of view, my perspective is such a weird, it's, it's such a side angle perspective a little bit. It's like right at you, but it's a little bit on a side angle. It's not the average, you know, perspective that the, uh, that the average person has. So I don't want to be, uh, I don't want another person trying to interpret that for me because they don't, you got to really know me to know how weird I am. Weird in a sense that, um, I can look at something entirely different than you would look at, at it. It would have my own taste to it. So, so when you're writing a book, I think that, that, that's what, that's what makes uh, book writing great. It's your own personal perspective on it. That's why I think everybody should be an author because everybody has a perspective. This your boy Lace in a raw perspective. This is a Monday morning. We're getting up. We, we're moving into it. We're getting nice. We got a lot to talk about on the news and, all that stuff we got to get to. Uh, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll see if my guys are coming today with uh, our friend, Mr. Ho. I just want to tell you that I'm going to lie about everything I say for the next 30 minutes, hour and a half, whatever time that he was on that thing. Uh, our good friend, Donald Trump. Don in exile. Donald. <laughs> Don's in exile. Donald Trump. In Florida, well, it looks good though. Donald looks good. Doesn't look so bloated. I saw him at that at that CPAC convention this weekend. He doesn't look so bloated. You know, what I'm saying the older guy was thinning out. You know, getting that good uh, Mar-a-Lago buffet, and uh, you know he's out there with his with his kooky friends down there just bugging, <laughs> down there bugging. <laughs> I can say anything. I can just do. I just, boom, I just sniffed a whole bag of Coke. Now, what's up? Did you see Don Jr. sniffed up? It's looking crazy. Oh, you, you people are crazy. The fact that they listen to that guy is amazing. Like, how do you listen to a guy like that? <laughs> Why don't you ask me? No, I'm not asking you nothing. You're not even allowed on this show today. You barred. Is it, shouldn't you be on a plane coming back from somewhere, motherfucker? <laughs> Cock jocking my man, the dick jocking my man. He's not even in the office no more. Well, you're a clown. You and your man, Cruzy. Why Cruzy? Cruzy is crazy. All right, let's talk about some shit that really matters, though. All right, um, Johnson and Johnson's new vaccine is here now. So we got that new vaccine. It's a one shot. One shot. Don't do that, Lindsay. Lindsay's on a plane coming back from Mar-a-Laga. <laughs> He's on a plane coming back. Just embarrassing himself and everything about him. It just makes you, you really just get to see how really dumb <laughs> people are. But they're not dumb, you know, they know what they're doing, you know. I'm not saying that they're stupid, they're just playing stupid, you know. They're just I'm playing stupid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just to be, just to play, they're playing the game. But they got a new vaccine right now. They're saying they are already. We got about 50 million people that have been vaccinated under the Biden administration. We understand that. Uh, obviously, we don't. What do you want me to tell you? We don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, the, uh, people just want to get back to work. 
the touring industry, all the music industry, everything wants to go back. You know what I'm saying? We can't, you know, like, uh, when, when, even when it, the clubs are opening up, the artists are not traveling anymore. They're not going to Europe anymore. They're, they're, they'll travel within their countries. But major American artists that was a big part of the touring business for a lot of people across the world, they're not going. They're not going. Eh, not yet. Got to keep that shit in America for a minute. Or, you know, or, or it's going to cost you a whole lot of money to send a dude overseas to do live show. Live show was a, is a big part of the music business. And uh, in order to get the live show, we have the venues open. That's going to take a while. Now, the vaccine is going to clean shit up. We'll start opening up light clubs. Even though in Atlanta, I was watching some video from Atlanta. They act like they act like they act like the COVID is good for me. <laughs> do me a favor. Could you cough in my mouth? <laughs> Yo, Duke. <laughs> I think that it's a guy. You know, I, I'm saying I, I'm not trying to judge you, but. If I'm gonna get COVID, I gotta get it from something, you know, at least a hot chick. At least, at least you feel like <laughs> if I get slapped, don't worry about it. Just okay. <laughs> if I get slapped, I would consider two shot vaccine, but not Johnson and Johnson. It's only 72%. Well, listen, uh, uh, told me, you know, for 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 your for a guy our age, obviously, we want it. I but but it says it's 90%. Uh, it prevents like death from the vaccine, like from the from COVID. I mean, you'll get sick. Seventy-two percent you would get sick, but it's ninety percent that they would. They say that it would knock out. You wouldn't die from the from COVID. It, it, it would weaken the. It would weaken the, the the vaccine. They said. My mom had taken the first shot, and she's fine so far. But I told her after the second, she starts. If she starts twitching, I have a bullet with a name on it to put her down. I'm telling you, man, I watch I Am Legend. <laughs> so I listen. <laughs> you know, anyway, listen, that shit is very close. That is a very close thing, you know, with, with the vaccine and the, <laughs> you know, how it all can't contain it. It's New York. Speaking of New York, uh, just want to relate some raw perspective. Cuomo got his ass on the hot seat. <laughs> Everybody want to be on TV. <laughs> Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody wants to be on TV, don't you? How about that, Cuomo? <laughs> Shut up, Lizzie. You, Lizzie, first of all, ain't no females ever going to uh, call you for sexual harassment. You got that right. No female will ever. Now, I have the record when it comes to female. I said female. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't I didn't include young boys. <laughs> Sugar daddies or animal. Include any I just say young females wouldn't get you for two. Okay. I got a situation. Oh,
All right. Uh, I don't know what happened. Okay. I'm sorry, guys. I don't. I my computer just 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 died. I don't know what happened. I think that was a Facebook thing. I uh, hope. I hope. Uh, oh, well, let me look on and see what's happening. My computer just died. Hello, hello. This your boy Glaze. Hello, hello, hello. My bad. I don't know what happened. Let me look on and see what's happening. My computer just died. Okay. All right. We're back. We're back on Facebook. I I'm sorry. Um, I think Facebook just blanked out for some reason. You know, I don't know what happened. But anyway, let's get back to it. Cuomo, I was talking about this one glaze in a raw perspective. We had a like a sort of a pause or a blip or a glitch. I think I was talking about the walking. I think it's that walking dead comment that Toby used. Mm. And then, uh, you know, so yeah, we talked about the vaccine. I guess they they gave me the business for the vaccine. But anyway, um, thank you. Uh, thank you. Good morning, TD. Hattie Simone, a.k.a. Tanya Hazelhurst Dawkins. Uh-huh. See that, Toby? See that? <laughs> Tanya Hazelhurst. <laughs> and we talked about Lindsey Graham with his um, We Too movement, meaning anything but females. But listen, you're going to get... These guys are going to, first of all, the guys get everything men do. All right. I'm, I'm going to give you a little secret here. Everything that men do is for females. Everything. Everything we do is for females. We make money so that females are like us. We buy cars so we can be fly so females will look at us. It's, it's something that's millions of years. It's not something that we, we fight. Each other, the, the, the guys on the street busting his gun at the other guy. He's selling drugs. They're trying to become rich. The testosterone in us is trying to impress females. This is the truth. So what'd you think? What'd you think, did you? Did you think that people now in this woke, as, you try, as the women try to balance the, the, the playing field, and they, you know, and they got some memories. They're like, listen, you know, yeah, I remember the guy, you know, the, what used to be the office joke is now becoming a trip to HR. <laughs> it's sexual harassment. There you go. Governor Cuomo, you know, he's a funny guy, Italian guy, always joking, probably joking with the guy. I mean, he didn't, I, Cuomo ain't, you know, he ain't holding nobody down and, you know. You know, as far as I wouldn't believe, he's he's not, you know, he's not doing a Pill Cosby or, you know, Harvey Weinstein situation. But, um, you know, he might be a little a little loose with the lips, talking the corny ass jokes. You know, the, you know, white guys do the corny jokes and shit. You know, you know, hey, girl, yeah, yeah you know. You're the governor, B. Stop playing. Stop playing games. Stop with the hubris. Stop living in your life where you think that you can just say anything. This is the same shit about Trump. It's it's hard. We're going to have to beat that out of men. Men men just got to chill, but that's taken out of their nature. Their nature is to impress women. They think they're impressing women. You're not really impressing women. What's that? What's that? The black guy, Michael Blackson, makes jokes all the time. You know the deal. If you make women laugh, you, if, if you got a lot of money, you can spend, you know, you, you, the triggers for women, you know, 
or if you're extra woke. There, there are certain kinds of women like the extra woke guy. But if you could be a clown, women women like the clowns too. Some women like the clowns. Even the guy, God even that guy with the, the crazy messed up teeth. <laughs> He's got chicks now. <laughs> He's a celebrity. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Mud sucker. <laughs> yeah. Phil Cosby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phil Cosby. <laughs> Look, come on. Listen. I'm not going to discuss the merits of all that stuff that was happening with Bill Cosby and all those ladies. I'm not going to bring that up. That's a whole conversation. But, you know, once see, when Bill Cosby was 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 cursing y'all out for not being correct or not doing or cursing too much or whatever the socially was happening. Nobody said nothing to him. But when he started to buy that M that NPC, when he was about to buy that NPC, they put him in. Oh, no, no, no. Show you. Oh, of course not, Mortimer. We can't let a nigger buy NBC. <laughs> they got all the dirt. <laughs> come on. <laughs> all them little, all them back then, all them little 20-year-old white girls that was coming over to your crib that was taking pills and dipping a little coke and, you know, back when it was cool, <laughs> back in the 70s. When you was like, hey, man, come on, baby. We're going to give you a little taste of this jello pudding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All that shit, right? They turned 45 on your ass. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm traumatized from a memory I had when I was back in, back in my whole years. <laughs> of course, it couldn't have been me being a hoe. <laughs> no, no. Back in my whole years, I was totally taken advantage of. Oh, really? You, you ain't know you was going over to see the general portrait man. <laughs> okay, baby. All right, see that that gets me in trouble. See that? That's that's the kind of stuff. <laughs> if I ever run for office, I gotta speak in context. You know what I'm saying? Whatever office I run for. You have the me too chicks just staring and that. You know, the, the original, I mean, I like, you know, I understand the Me Too movement, but they got that original Me Too chick, boy. She got that big KRS one nose, and she's like, big, big KRS one nose flaring at you. Oh, I don't want to piss them off. <laughs> why are you so mad, Me Too? 42, that's why. What's the 42 mean? I turned 42. That's why I'm mad. <laughs> and everybody that was down, it, all right, all right. See, Lace, you're getting yourself in trouble early. This is what Lace in the wrong perspective. You see that? Fucking <laughs> Toby, boy. Toby, Toby, Toby. Why'd you have to say Pill Cosby in the chat? That's all I'm saying. We get on the, that's when I get on the ramp. You know what I'm saying? I start talking shit. Big ass KRS windows. The guy. What's the guy with the cigar of the old back in the day? Peter, kid, you bother me. <laughs> Eddie Durant, you know what I'm saying? Oh, see, that's crazy. See that? She brought Glaze and Rob Perspective. I was trying to get to the news until Toby started fucking with me <laughs> about that. The Me Too movement is very a serious thing, uh, you know, because women do suffer in the workplace, they do go through. This is my meal. I gotta do. I gotta do meal coma. 
I started this morning. It's it, it's a serious thing. Women go through it. Women, unfortunately, go through. I mean, they make television shows about sexual harassment in the office place. In the office, they made a show called The Office. The first five years of The Office was all about how this poor girl was being sexually harassed in the office. <laughs> you know what I'm Do you think they could put The Office on today? Like today, you couldn't put that on. You couldn't put that show on today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This guy was, this poor girl was, he was basically raping this poor girl in the office. Pam, <laughs> she gets out, Pam. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. You couldn't do that today. I'm just saying that the, the sexual harassment has been such a part of the culture that Governor Cuomo, like Governor Cuomo probably didn't, didn't do anything more than what they did on the office. And he did it during the time that the office was out, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. It's just, you know, you don't, you know, we're, we're stupid. So we just got to learn. Like, you see, like even me talking about the Me Too girl and everything like that. That's offensive. <laughs> That's some offensive shit, right? But I don't know. I'm, so, I'm such a troglodyte when it comes to that kind of stuff. I don't know how to get around it. So we need some education. I, I actually hate the Instagram so-called models. I'll block all of them. I'm the one that will be kind of say, what's, is, is this all you're worth? <laughs> yeah, well, first of all, I don't, I'm not really with the... Instagram models or and you and I'm not going to say that women don't share some culpability and responsibility in how they use sex to sort of manipulate men as well. So let's not. We go through this whole thing and we and we, and we have these conversations, but we, but we always blame in men. Well, we're the bad guy all the time, but you, a lot of you women are really ridiculous with it. You know, you know, I'm not, I'm, yeah, I'll be the first one to say I'm not as evolved as I should be when it comes to stuff like that. But a lot of you women are crazy. The stuff you're doing, the way, the, the length that you go out to manipulate men, especially men that you think have money, go to Miami. It's just, it's just, it's just pay for play down there. Pay for play, Georgia. Pay for play, LA, pay for play. So you, you women, so a lot of you women, as much as you get at men, you need to also check yourselves and also check your sisters for out there doing that too. And don't don't be like, oh, she getting paid. No, 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 no. You gotta check your, you know, they gotta check their people like on, on appropriate behavior and how to deal with life. Don't don't just ex don't excuse it. And always you know, cancel blame shame, you don't know, because she, you know, she had a heart. She was, uh, you know, that's why she acts like that. No, you got to hold, you got to hold the women accountable too. All right. And let's, uh, and, and let me, I want to see a 25 year old me too girl, you know, not, 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 you know, somebody 20, I don't want to see it, but that's when we want to start catching it, you know, like at, at 20, 21, 22, or maybe a deal with the system. So there's no me too girls, you know what I'm saying? That we can sort of attack that part of it try to protect these women early so that they're not framed out. And then it becomes a thing when they're 45, because they got to live with those traumatic memories How about that. A lot of broken people trying to relate to one another. Yeah. Well, I, I got you TD. 
But the, the point I'm making, and I don't, and, and my sister probably will not agree with me on this, but I, I'm like, listen, uh, it's about account, personal accountability too has to matter in these conversations. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be accountable a little bit for your behavior. You know, I'm not saying that you should excuse anybody's behavior, but you, you also have to be accountable. We, you know, we have to be accountable for ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Yes, lots of broken people. All right, back to news. Uh, Trump goes wild in Orlando. This is your boy, Uncle Lace, Raw Perspective, by the way. Trump goes wild in Orlando. The crazy cult continues. Uh, he's naming names now. He's naming all the people that, uh, all the people that went against him. He's naming them by name. Therefore, so if somebody gets hurt or threatened or whatever the case may be, again, he's calling out. You know, listen, he's going full bore. Like before he used to try to cloak it a little bit, but this man has went full bore racist. He went full bore racist. Uh, he, he then said, I want the Constitution to be read exactly how it was written. You heard the reason words he used, exactly how it was written. He's telling you. Let's go back to the three-fifths compromise. He's really playing to his thing. Yeah, TD, listen, I'm not bashing men. You know, I'm not sitting there bashing women. I'm just saying, you know, everybody should be held accountable. And, and, and if you're wrong, which I find that a lot of women have trouble with accountability, you know, they wait, especially at certain ages, they don't care. Men, we have to, we, we got issues too, but we all, on the human condition, we just got to work on uh, being accountable for our behavior. You know, maybe, you know, I'm not saying that, that that guy wasn't wrong for treating you like that, but also I want you to, to, you know, be accountable to, for things that you do and the manipulation that some women do to men, especially like, you know, we find that in, in our entertainment and athletic, athletic, athletic worlds where, those young athletes are being manipulated by very, you know, very, very powerful spirited women. And, um, and they're young, they've been on a ball court all day. They don't know nothing. They, they get their first check. And I see it a million times. They, the NBA has even, the NBA has actual courses on how to protect yourself from that kind of deal from credit, from predatory women. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Trump, Trump's going to have to answer to his own call, but he's calling out some, he's calling out some real raggedy stuff. Like he uh, went on, um, he's at there saying he wants the Constitution exactly where it was written. But you know what? Guess what? Uh, when the Constitution was written, it was only written so that white men had any power. Well, guess what? The world has changed. Hence, the Constitution has to be amended. First of all, and so by him saying that, he's making that's another dog whistle. Just pay attention to all of the dog whistles. I don't think he's going to make it back again because they are like, look, I don't care what it is. I'm not messing with Donald Trump no more. He's, I mean, listen, where in the world, the man in four years, he lost the House, the Senate, and the, and the White House. So he's a loser. He's not a winner. I'll be winning. No, Trump's a loser. Don't, don't get it. Don't get it twisted. Trump's a, a real loser. Um, let's raw perspective. Let's pivot to the speaking of uh, potential losers, and let's hope we don't lose this one. The one point nine trillion dollar uh, stimulus package. People need some money. People are suffering, and they need to get that money. 
Uh, so Biden put it together. It passed through the house this weekend, Friday night, two o'clock in the morning. I got to tell you something, man. For years, the, the House of Representatives and Senate didn't really work hard. Those motherfuckers, between these impeachments and all the work they did, they in there working. You know, the insurrections and shit. Yeah. They in there, the hearings, they in there working their ass off now. But we getting the butter from the duck from these guys now, boy. If Trump, the, or if, if Trump didn't do one thing, he woke everybody ass up. Oh, man, we sleep, we sleep one election. This should be over. We can't. <laughs> Wake up. Wake up. If we <laughs> if we sleep if we sleep on one election, one election, if we sleep on one election, they gonna, you know, they're gonna get to us. I just, you know, I don't want to clarify my position on that whole, you know, me too and all that kind of stuff. I mean, listen, uh, it's not a perfect position that I have on it yet. It's evolving as I go, as I learn more about it. And I think education, everybody needs to be educated on that. The point I'm making is as, as troglodytic, if that's a word, as I tend to act on certain things like that, just know that I'm continually trying to educate myself in that space. And I think all men and women should educate themselves in the world of like sexual harassment and all that kind of stuff. Work, 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 work. Yeah, you were dancing. You, I saw your text this morning, see, about the barrier stuff. That was nice. Um, but speaking of, so 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 let's hope that uh, that they passed that bill. I mean, they got rid of the min the minimum wage point portion with a technicality. Yeah, it was a wake up call. Uh, they got rid of, they got rid of the minimum wage with a, with a technicality. Um. And um, and the Senate uh, parliamentarians, they said, "Listen, we're not gonna we're not gonna put it in there because this is what they said. It's it's a policy change, not a budget change. So fifteen dollars an hour is is not going to be in this paperwork, and it probably won't be. Uh, they have to move it from seven dollars an hour. And just so you know, as much as we're beefing, most of the states have already raised the minimum wage uh, for the most part, unless you work in a restaurant where you work off tips." And and that 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 meant that wage is like two dollars an hour unless you're picking gross, you know, how the immigrants are picking, um, doing all the all the cotton, you know, picking all the, the oranges and the agriculture guys, they get paid less too. Uh they don't get minimum wage because a lot of those people are, you know, immigrants. But for the most part, the country is moving forward and it's gonna take a while for the federal government. And I think they will lift it up again once they get out of this. I mean, for the most part, you know what I'm saying? You you got to kind of be mad at, I'm I'm not mad at Biden that much. You know, the regular stuff, you know, like the, the regular shit that presidents do, the leaning back to, 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 to you know, trying to always be soft. He's a little soft for me, I think Biden is. But you, you can't be perfect. He just goes about his business, which is like he's the gears of government, like I told you guys before which is why I voted for Joe Biden, because he was the gear of government. He's just getting the government to work a little bit. And we need it after four years of Trump. We needed the government to work. We need them to fix the roads. I'm tearing a goddamn axle out of my goddamn car. Every, you know, some of these roads are just hard call up, call up. If you're driving around, tearing your car, back, you know, we got to, 
We got to fix these highways, all right? Fix these roads, fucking potholes. That's what I need a government for, to fix the goddamn potholes. Supposedly, this time, the proposals are going through 5150 split. Yes, it's going to go through, um, because, and that's why they had to get rid of it. They knew they wasn't going to pass it because two Democratic senators were like, nah, we ain't messing with that. And uh, I think they might get, I think they might get uh, the chick from, uh, the, the governor from Alaska too, to vote with it. Because, because it's not, see, the, the, the stimulus money, that $1,400 check, the money for the PPE, the, the COVID money, which is all in this bill, all in this bill, is going to pass because the American people want it. Like 75, 80% of the American people want the bill. So the Republicans are just saying no. It's like bullshit reasons, you know what I'm saying? So I like the fact that Democrats let me fuck y'all. We're going to rush it through because y'all y'all ran through all kinds of crazy shit. Y'all put a Supreme Court judge justice in nine days before the election. When y'all said y'all wasn't going to do that. So, you know, just stop listening to the Republic. You, you can't listen to them right now. Right now, they in the Trump fuckery. Give them a couple of years to get their shit together. Because right now they trumped out. They bugged out right now. Trump done, Trump done scorched the earth with those people. So they they all over the place right now. You can't really listen to them. They fight amongst themselves. You can't have a conversation. Like, think about this. There's a crew of people fighting amongst themselves. You're trying to have a serious conversation and they fighting. Like, you like, we got to listen. I'm the Bloods and you're the Crips. So we need to come to a truce and agreement on how we're going to regulate and live together as bloods and cr- hold on. Wait a minute. The Roland, wait, the Roland and those guys are fighting. They're fighting them. All right, uh, do me a favor. Could we just sit back for a second and uh, wait for them to finish fighting before we deal with them? That's the Congress. We got to let them fight. They fight. Figure themselves out to find out the identity of what the Republican Party is going to be. Because Trump. You know, Trump don't care. Trump is a, a, a shit starter. He's the kind of guy. He's not a guy that's a builder. He's a destroyer. So he's going to come in and continue to destroy. You understand what I'm saying to you? He's going to continue to destroy. He's not a builder. You like you, you think Trump's a real estate guy. He's a builder. No, he never built shit. <laughs> Anything he built garbage. Trump is a destroyer. He destroys shit. That's what he does. So he's got they got to go through. They get through their Trump fight and, and what we should do. Is just keep doing the business of government, which is what the people want. All the Republicans that voted for Trump, all the white people, or the people that are storming the Capitol, that the ones that did vote, because most of them didn't vote, they all want that $1,400 check. They all want that money, man. You understand? Forget your, forget your politics. Where that money at? <laughs> Need that money, Jack. You give these people that money, they'll spend the money. They'll, 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 that's how the gears of government go. You put the money in the people's hand, the people spend the money, the government, the economy starts working. There you go. Whatever Bitcoin or whatever the case may be. It's more related to raw perspective. Just trying to continuously tell you how to get things done. Forget about cancel culture. Cancel culture. I don't know if you guys watch Bill Maher. I watched, I've been watching Bill Maher for years. Uh, his show on ABC, he got cans, the way he was railing against Trump, all that stuff for years, you know. So now Bill Maher is doing exactly what I thought he was going to do. I, ha- I have my opinions on Bill Maher. I don't know if you guys know who Bill Maher is. <laughs> Supposed to be liberal, sort of slash liberal uh, 
a, a talk show comedian, whatever the case may be, was one the last, you know, one finally he just decided to date Superhead after <laughs> after she got famous. <laughs> oh, you dating? Oh, oh, that's your that oh that hey, how you doing? This is my girlfriend, Superhead. <laughs> oh, hey, how you, hey, how you doing? Superhead. By the way, I put her in a cold as ice video in case y'all didn't notice that. At the beginning, if anybody ever watched, go back to the old MOP cold as ice video. Uh, Kareem Stephens is the girl in the video. And um, I didn't know that she was Superhead at the time. I just remember her as Coogee Raps, baby mother. <laughs> I didn't know. I know it was all crazy. I found out after that it was all crazy. <laughs> Y'all the Butler Peace. Good morning. Good to see you, Sheldon. <laughs> Don't mind me, man. We just having a good Monday morning. June Bell, what's up? Willis June Bell. We having just a good Monday morning conversation. We go off the rails a little bit, but we bring it back. We bring it back, people. So um I didn't know. I didn't know. But I, I didn't know that she was super head. You know what I'm saying? I thought she uh, oh yeah, that's a yeah. I remember her Coogee rap. Yeah, that's a. Hey, Kareem, what's up? Good to see you, man. I ain't seen you in a long time, man. You want to be? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Wait well, on Mint, no, not that different. No, it's just I'm just making the joke. <laughs> you know, but uh, you know, Bill Maher used to date her. So Bill Maher, uh, that was the girl. You know, he smokes a lot of weed and shit. You know. So yeah, Megan Kelly on. Me- Megan Kelly was the chick from um, I don't know. You, you guys remember Megan Kelly? She was the the you know the, from Fox News, and then she fell out with Roger Ailes and she left and she had a show on NBC and it didn't do so well. Now she's got a podcast. She's basically got her version of the raw perspective. I mean, after they paid her damn near fifty million dollars and they paid her like fifty million dollars and now she's back to having. The raw perspective, which is great, which makes you feel pretty good that I have a, a show just like she does. On the, you know, we're out in the universe. We out, we out here kicking it. But um, her opinions are kind of wacky because she is trying to rail against what she considers to be cancel culture. They, cancel culture is is something. It's a black thing. It's something that we created. You know, what cancel culture is. Uh, 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 I ain't messing with that. That's cancel culture. <laughs> That's, Cancel culture, I ain't messing with that shit. I ain't fucking with that. No, I ain't fucking with that. That's us. That's our fear or, or disdain for things that we don't like or as a people. So now they've created a whole thing where, like, for instance, uh, Ice Cube, when he went to go sit with, we wanted to go sit with Trump. Oh, well, let's see a better one. Kanye West. All of a sudden, Kanye West got hit with the cancel culture. Once we decided that, you know what, he's going to go talk to Trump. I ain't fucking with Kanye West. That's cancel culture. So she's railing against cancel culture, but she's also like trying to have this discussion about um, race relations in America. And then do me, do me a favor. Do me a favor. I'm, I'm going to lay this out to all my white friends because I know a lot of white guys watch the raw perspective and you don't know. They don't comment. They sit off in the back background they talk to me about it or DM me later. The only guy that has the real courage is my man, Randy James. He'll get on there. He'll mess around. But for the most part, uh, no. Uh, they, they all watch, though. 
you know, they want to see what I say, you know. But here's the deal. You don't know shit about the affect, the race of race in America. You are Irish, Italian, Jewish, uh, waspy, just American, whatever the case may be, whatever you are, German, you know, ancestry, you know, Scottish, UK, all this kind of shit. You know nothing about it. You got to stop talking about it. You got to stop trying to 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 dis to diss it. Like you you know, we'll get over it. No, no, we're that was then. This is now. You're not going to tell, and which is what I was guilty of earlier when I talked about the Me Too movement. You're not going to tell a person, which is why I said I got to educate myself. You're not going to tell a person who was raped when to get over when she was raped. <laughs> You're not going to tell that. You're not going to tell a, 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 a group of people who were slaughtered, enslaved, and then slaughtered, and then, and then segregated, and then, and then oppressed when to get over it. No, no. You applaud the ones that have been successful. Great job for you coming out of that. And let's figure out what we got to do to 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 deal with the mentality of the people that are still stuck in that mental enslavement. That's you know, hell yeah. Listen, you're right. We we you know, twelve percent of the, of, the, of the American population, thirteen percent of the American population are doing very well in comparison. To all of the, uh, to all of our, all of our, op- all of our obstacles. April Leon, good morning. Good morning. That's okay, April. We'll be here all week. Don't worry about it. Listen, I'm glad you late today because I was on, I was on some bullshit this morning, April. So don't. <laughs> I'm trying to clean it up now. So <laughs> you know, <laughs> you don't want to go back and hear the stupid shit I was saying earlier. But the point I'm making. You can't tell a, a people when they should get up. Like you, nobody's going to tell the Jewish community when to get over the Holocaust. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh yeah, listen, they just—they only killed six million. So you know that was all the way in the forties, but the thirties and forties. Why are you still mad? No, you're not going to tell them that. What are you saying? Shit, they still—we—they still going back to Pharaoh. <laughs> they still. Pharaoh's army. They still going back to Pharaoh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Thousands of years ago. We were oppressed since then. You can't tell the Jews when they, you know, come on, get out of here. So, to the point I'm making is Megan Kelly, goof bomb of the year, the one that said Santa Claus is white. Well, first of all, first of all, first of all. Excuse me, Megan. Hey, hey, listen. Hey, hey. Santa Claus is a fictional character. <laughs> Santa Claus is a combination of <laughs> three or four fictional characters written through a story by some American writers. Probably stolen from somebody else, you know, because, you know, now we know that, you, you know, they're not writing the shit. Somebody else is writing it. But it's a fictional character, Okay. Combined with the Norse god, a Dutch, <laughs> a Dutch, uh, a, 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 a Dutch uh, elf, and and a, uh, a, a Saint Nicholas from the fifth century, all co- all combinations that made 
this Santa Claus character. So he's not white. <laughs> just a character. So you can make a character. You can draw. Guess what? When I draw my cartoon of Santa Claus, I can draw Santa Claus any way I want to draw him. I can draw him anyway. I can draw him purple. My Santa Claus is purple this year. So all my Prince fans out there, <laughs> Santa Claus is purple. Fuck out of here. Yeah. So that's who's speaking to. That's who's speaking to cancel culture on the Bill Maher show this weekend. That's what. Yeah. She's an idiot. Uh, okay, let me pull that back. She's ridiculous. She's ridiculous. I don't want to call no, any female an idiot. She's ridiculous. The bottom line is, and this is what I find, the point I'm making through all this, now that Trump's out of the way and we can, we can have this real conversation about race, race conversations isn't supposed to be convenient. Everybody wants to have a convenient conversation about race. This is my point. Race, a racial conversation in America is not convenient because what happened in America to a race of people and to Chinese and suffering from it now, finally, the, the, the Asians are really getting, you know, they're dealing with it now to where, and I'm going to tell you something. I'm not saying it's good for the Asians because it's terrible because they've been suffering a lot. But remember, they have such a different culture, they don't even talk about it. They finally standing up saying, well, look, the black people, they march on this. Let's, you know, let's march, too. Because now because of coronavirus, they walk around punching Asian people in the face. The conversations about. <laughs> Good morning, Jacko. The conversation about race should not be a comfortable conversation in this country. So to all the, uh, my liberal left, and which I, I say this in the beginning, my liberal left and, and my conservative alt-right, I look at them in the same basket because I'm more afraid of a Berkeley woman, 40-year-old Berkeley woman in San Francisco wearing yoga pants than I am of an Alabama cracker. It is not supposed to be a comfortable conversation because what happened wasn't comfortable. When you build the societies on the backs of people, I ain't just talking about black people for a second. I'm talking about African-Americans, Chinese, Irish people. The difference is the Irish kind of blended in and they just kind of did what was done to them to what they felt was African-Americans. They was like, well, fuck it. I'm, you know, Irish, they call it, you know, they were called donkeys and they, you know, the Irish people, they, and they just came in and said, fuck it. I'm going to do to them what was done to us with even more vitriol. Good morning, Jacko. The point I'm making, race is not supposed to be an easy conversation. So I'm sorry to all of my liberal center-left, center-right white people who want to go through life and expect black people just to not be uh, to, to be comfortable about, ha ha, yeah, yeah, you know what, yeah, my father was called a boy in front of me, and white cops used to slap me in my face when I was 10 years old, but ha ha, watch it, I sure can't dance, can I? Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Excuse my language. It is not going to be, your, it's, guess what, people? 
it will not be an easy conversation. If you don't want to listen to me talk about it from time to time, don't listen to me. Here's the deal. The bottom line is I will always speak to race in the uncomfortable racial oppression, in the uncomfortable way in which it was given to us. Because you need to know how, how uncomfortable it is to get pulled over by a police officer and a gun put to your face. Or to get your house broken down because of a no-knock warrant. Predominantly in African-American and Latino neighborhoods where they, they, break, they bust into your house with no-knock warrants. Don't even have the right house now. And they got this, uh, this, this legislation where the police can't even be prosecuted for it. Oh. Now you're poor. You got little kids in here. They, they, they dropping flash bombs in little kids' cribs and all this kind of shit. And they're killing people like Breonna Taylor. And they walk away scot-free. Because the system protects them, not the people that they're supposed to be here to protect. No, it's not an, it's not a, it's never going to be a comfortable conversation. Terrorists. Yeah. The word's terrorists. Yeah. Same people that are doing that are the same people who talk about law and order that the law and order guys are talking about law and order are the ones that are storming the Capitol building who don't want to be held accountable for it that are down there this weekend, uh, idolizing a six foot statue of a moron. <laughs> there you go. No, it's not. Megyn Kelly is not going to be a comfortable conversation. And we're not going to make race a comfortable conversation for you when you when you, when you say, I don't want my kids to know. But yes, your kids should know about it. How about that? When the Jews were, when the Jews were, uh, when the Jews were, uh, were exterminated in Poland, which... Millions of Jews were exterminated. And what they said was, after it was all over, and now we can talk about the conspiracy theories that said some Jewish people were down with it, uh, the Swiss and the Germans and Austrian people and all the things, the, the, the great evil of the, of the 20th century, one of the great evils of the 20th century was the Holocaust. And, you know, the one thing the Jewish people said was never again. Never again. This will never happen again. When are we, as African Americans in this country, going to say never again? We, we should adopt that. Never again. Never again. Every time. But they do it again. We remember George Floyd. Let me get comfortable again. We, we got to rail against cancel culture. We can't be having, yes, no, 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 cancel that culture of racial discrimination and killing us. That's the culture that needs to be canceled. Uh, uh, excuse me, just spoke late from our perspective. Yeah, I was, a, I was goofy this morning. Talk about the Me Too movement, ladies, in full confession. I was talking about the me and how we don't really understand the Me Too movement as men and how cultural accountability has to happen for all of us. You know, I, was, I wasn't against it. Well, St Toby started it, by the way, when he, when he mentioned when I said Pill Cosby and then 
It got crazy. It got crazy. <laughs> Phil Cosby. Yeah. The point is, we 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 need to make that a movement that doesn't, it, you know, you know, we protect. We need to protect our young women so that they don't have these traumatic memories down the line. And accept the fact, really, I was talking about Governor Cuomo in his sexual harassment cases. We have to. We have to. Respect the fact we have to make it. We have to understand what's acceptable behavior as men. Acceptable behavior. I said, if you guys watch The Office <laughs> on NBC that came on every Thursday, the biggest show in the world for like twelve years, it was it's running in reruns, everything all over Netflix in syndication, one of the highest, like one of the most. The, the, the biggest show since Seinfeld and Friends and all that kind of stuff. That show, the show started for six years. The six first six years or so was Michael Scott, the lead character, sexually harassing the receptionist. Every day, constantly sexually harassing her. This was acceptable behavior in America. In culture. I mean, that show couldn't come on today. You could not put that show on today and have people go, oh, yeah, that's a good acceptable. No, 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 no. What's those pink vagina hats that y'all wore, the ladies wore when the Trump, they was mad at Trump? The the pink vagina hats will come out and 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 run that show off the air. Cancel. Cancel culture. <laughs> Phil Cosby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, pudding. Oh, you knew you were going over for Jello pudding. All right. See, I don't want to get into that conversation right now because <laughs> it's almost seven o'clock and I got to get out of here because <laughs> I got this context to that conversation. Oh, <laughs> There's a lot of context to that conversation. So I, if, I, if I start it now and don't finish it, it's going to come out wrong. It's going to come <laughs> It's going to come out wrong. Damn you, Toby. <laughs> Damn you. I'm going to get in trouble. For, I might get slapped when I get off the, when I get off the show. You insensitive bastard. Frankly, my dear. <laughs> Another racist trope that I just kind of just written into my DNA. That's the point I'm making about race. Let me I'm jump, let me jump back over here for a second about the racial stuff. Racist tropes are written into our DNA to the point where we say it. It's in the culture. We saying it. <laughs> We're saying it. We've become comfortable with being racist against ourselves. That's how Programming works, pop culture, subculture, blah, 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 blah. So the point is, make it uncomfortable. Make it uncomfortable. Racial, All racial conversations in this country, as it pertains to the way that people used to treat African-Americans or Chinese or Native Americans or the Irish or the Italians or the Jews, all sufferers of of 
racial oppression. All sufferers. And N-word, right? Uh, we can go through that. Jacko, we can go through that process. Yeah. Calling our home the crib. So much. It should be uncomfortable to have these conversations. Because if you root out the uncomfortability in these conversations and you, you, you deal with them in a certain kind of way, guess what happens? You clean out the cancer and then, and then we can just, you know, you ever have to flush out a, a, an infection? It's not an easy thing to flush out. It's uncomfortable to get that infection out. There's a lot of work you got to put, a lot of antibiotics, and you got to root that infection out. It's an infection in our society. We have to be rooted out. So we're not going to sit here and just appease. Just we have to make it easy for the for the yoga pants, small dog running community. As they roll down Myrtle Avenue. No, you got to make it comfortable for me to deal with racism because this is the way it is. No, 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 no. It should not be comfortable. It should not be comfortable that you're safer in our community than we are. Especially the N-word, right? None of that should be comfortable. No, you're right. Should not be comfortable. And so, 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 Megan Kelly, I just want to say this to you before I get out of here. Seven oh one. I'm going to leave, guys. I'm going to send you on your way. Okay. You got to educate yourself, ma'am. Just because you got a lot of money, don't mean you're smart. Santa Claus is white. No, excuse me. Santa Claus is a fictional character, a combination of four or five different characters. And that's how the American version of Santa Claus became. Shut up. <laughs> this is your Glades in a Raw Perspective. Oh, shout out to my OSU family. Shout out to MOP First family. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. We're going to get it together. I want to thank everybody for coming out today. I ran a little late. Sorry. Toby did it. Toby did it. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Oh, man. Thank you for coming out today. You guys enjoy your day. I'm going to release you off to your day. This is Monday. We'll be here all week. I'll be here cleaning up my first part of this show all week. Ladies, <laughs> you are such an idiot. And yes, uh, going out to California very soon. And uh, we'll be doing a show from out there at some point. We have to do some business. Once we get all the business right uh, with it, then we're going to go out there and make it that move. Exodus 2021. You guys enjoy your day, my OSG family. Hope you guys are getting ready for your week. Kids are getting back to school soon. Let's see how that happens. Got a new chancellor in New York. Hey, come on, sis, be strong. They're going to come after you. Jacko. Have a great day, guys. Absolutely. Once, yeah, let's. Hey, once I get out to Cali, I'm set it off. You guys are welcome to come. Uncle Lay's in the building. Somebody, somebody, uh, somebody, somebody chastised Toby for starting me off, to set me off today. <laughs>
Phil Cosby. Ah <laughs> oh, man. Enjoy your day, people. Uncle A's, I'll see you later. 701. Time to get the kids going. Virtual learning. Living a dream, y'all. Living a dream. Blue.